0: If never you find what you're looking for
1: Come on back to the front porch
2: Welcome to Careless in the Care of God, episode four. This is season two. I thought this would be kind of an interesting thing for Mother's Day. This is our Mother's Day episode. I have with me my four sons in the room, and we're going to do a special thing for their mother. So I thought that that would be kind of fun. We'll do an interview kind of thing. It should be kind of interesting and at least uh, somewhat entertaining. I've got four teenage boys. Uh, they range in age from 16 to 13 at the moment. So um, anyway, this is Mother's Day episode for... My wife, Anna, and uh, this is kind of fun because this I've got all four of them in here. So we're going to do some interviewing and have a little bit of fun because my my wife, Anna, really enjoys podcasts. So this is kind of their gift to her for Mother's Day. So anyway, I'm going to start with my son, Marcus. I'm going to kind of go around the room and we're going to talk about just individual, uh, some of the who they are, a little bit of their age, their stuff like that. So Marcus, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Hi, I'm Marcus. I'm 16 years old. I just do stuff around the house. I enjoy talking to you sometimes. I know I can be angry sometimes, but I, I love you deep down in heart.
2: That's good. Okay, so and any interests? Do you have any interests currently?
3: Uh, right now, fencing is mainly the interest I have okay. right now.
2: Yeah, you're enjoying fencing. All right, is there a style of that that you like the most?
3: Epe of right now is pretty fun. And what's the
2: difference? F A versus foil. What's uh, the, difference?
3: the thing about it is the point system and how you actually use it. So foil is more of like a... Try to poke.
2: And it's kind of in a, a range on yeah, the body. Right? Yeah, and then
3: Epe is uh, anywhere counts, <laughs> pretty anywhere. much.
2: All right, Sawyer, tell us. So, so, so for those that don't know, Marcus and Sawyer are twins. They're born in July of 2005. So And they're as different as night and day. Marcus has dark curly hair. Sawyer has blonde hair. And they just look totally different from one another. No one ever guesses that they're twins. But Sawyer, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are we at here?
0: Well, I'm 16 years old and uh some of my hobbies include fishing skiing and playing instruments
2: what instruments do you play
0: uh violin piano and guitar
2: okay and what's your favorite thing to do right
0: now oh um i like to drive
2: you're oh you're learning to drive that's right okay so we're, we're getting close how close are we now
0: uh we are like six hours away from the goal so okay
2: that's great. So then you'll get you'll do your test and get your license. Hopefully, sometime this summer.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, great. probably probably sooner than summer. So
2: that's great. And you like to crack your knuckles, I can hear. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> Emerson.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Emerson. I'm fourteen. I enjoy um, karate, skiing, and playing instruments.
2: Okay, what instruments are you currently?
0: Playing? Um, right now, I'm playing the bass.
2: Oh, that's great. Okay, and what where what level are you in karate?
0: Um, we're just about to be a junior black belt.
2: Junior black belts. Okay, cool. Very much, When that's like, so that's like a brown black belt right, yeah. right now? Okay, cool. Elias, tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, hi, I'm <coughs> Elias. I'm 13 years old, and I enjoy karate, skiing, and fishing, and instruments as well.
2: And what instruments do you play?
1: Uh, I play the viola and uh, some piano. Not okay. very much, but a little bit. Um... And I would like to learn guitar, but I'm not there yet. So. Okay,
2: that's great. All right, so
1: um, we,
2: I want to ask some questions just generally about life and life here in our house, just so. Um, so let's talk oh, about right. school. That's kind of a big deal oh, around okay. here yeah. because that seems like all we ever do is talk about school. Maybe it's argue about school sometimes too, but um, let's talk about school. So, what, uh, what, what? What do we do here? Are we, are we got to, do you got You guys go to school anywhere? Or uh, or? We're homeschooled. You're all home home together. Kids. We're homeschooled. Okay. So, and currently, does does anyone have a favorite subject?
0: Um, right now, I enjoy math, which isn't not, which is not normal. Um, <laughs> At all, I'm really bad at math, but I've been enjoying it. So okay, what are you,
2: what's a particular part of math that right now that you're liking? Um,
0: we're working on algebra, so I like algebra. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's great. Anybody else have a particular subject?
0: Uh, I like <laughs> history and
3: poetry. History and a lot of times. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing a class yeah. with
2: our friend Dr. Mo. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's and we, you're enjoying poetry what have we what have we done this year who are uh, the poets that we've studied so far well
3: so far we've studied the poets uh, Whitman uh, e. e. Cummings Dickinson and I think that's it yeah, yeah I think that's the, it I think moment. that's all
2: yeah, yeah. that's good yeah. cool. how about anybody else anybody else have a favorite subject I,
0: I truly like literature a lot uh, I just have always had a deep passion for it um, yeah I mean I like discussing American philosophy I guess so
2: yeah that's super cool. So let's talk about homeschooling a little bit. You guys have been doing this your whole life, right? You've yep. never yes. gone to school. You've done some programs and stuff, like you did mm-hmm. a thing called Master's Hand, I think at yeah. one point. Yeah. And that was kind of kind <clears throat> of a school thing, but it was only one day a week, right?
0: Yeah, it was on Mondays.
2: It was on Mondays. And what was, what, so tell me a little bit about homeschooling. What What have you enjoyed? What are things that you've been like, ugh, I don't like this. Let's, let's have it out here. It's well, a Mother's Day issue. Your mom does most of the teaching right yeah so let's hear about homeschool
3: what's Um, been your experience um,
0: well i didn't like well we don't really have it as much anymore but homework when you're homeschooled is not fun how come because you get done the class and then you get homework
1: you're assigned homework and then then you
0: but then you just do homework like it's just for it's it's more like later work it's not I've been uh, struggling just to keep
3: up with math. I've been distracted by so many things, and that's one thing I have a problem with is
2: keeping up with math. Do you find yourself easily distracted at home? or Yeah, I it... find myself very easily distracted at home. Okay, well, that's an honest answer. I appreciate that. So, But how about you? Do you like homeschooling?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I like homeschooling a lot. I, uh, I seem to be a little more productive when all of the odds are on me. I don't know why, but maybe it's just pressure or something, but yeah.
2: Okay, so so each of you handle it a little differently. Sawyer, you you tend to go explore and figure things out that you want to learn about. You two, Emerson and Elias, you're probably more curriculum-driven. Mom tends to give you something, and then you guys try to Mm -hmm. respond to that. Where where are you in this, Marcus?
3: Uh, I do like the idea that I'm exploring my own things, and I do that a lot, is just do my own deep dives and all that. like you'll do that on history I'll do that that. on history and other (coughs) things but yeah yeah, math is just something I just couldn't connect to
2: and sometimes get distracted easily about it yeah so let's talk a little bit about the experience of homeschooling have you enjoyed it oh yeah generally yeah so far it's been generally enjoyable yeah and what what are give me some positives about it that you've enjoyed
1: well so I would definitely say it's very privatized so it's sort of more easy to concentrate when you're in the subject, when you're following in the school, and it's, it's, it's much more intensive, and I think that's very yeah, yeah. important for homeschooling because, you know, um, you can learn a lot because you're sort of on a one-on-one basis the entire time, mm-hmm. and everything you do is on a one-on-one basis, and so I think it's very fun, and yeah, it's very I'd, interesting, and it's very fun to learn. So well, that's great.
0: I'd agree. Um, one of the perks of homeschooling is definitely that you can have food whenever you want. Oh, yes. <laughs> you don't have, yeah, like, a set nice. lunchtime. Um, <laughs> that's good. It's pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you go outside when you want to. Yeah. yeah. We kind of, we don't necessarily, I mean, we have hours that we do schooling, but we kind of do schooling a lot of different ways, too. Like we, yeah. Um, yeah. We, we do a lot of tra- traveling. Mm-hmm. We definitely do that, and that's part of how we've learned over the years, I would say. Um, all right, so let's talk about your mom, since the Mother's Day episode. What about homeschooling and your mom has been a positive experience for you?
3: So far, I believe the best positive experience between homeschooling and my mom is that we can actually, like, communicate on a one-to-one scale and actually have a deep conversation about
2: topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You like that. I do like that. What's What's your mom good at in homeschooling? Like, what's her best, what's her strength? Math. Definitely her math. strength is definitely math. math. Yeah. And how about as a teacher, what's her strength?
3: She's, she loves us. That's, a, that's her job,
1: you know? She's very confident in all of this stuff that she's working with. And she's very... um,
0: She doesn't give up.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: She's pretty relentless about it, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of a weird little subject, but we've talked about it a lot. Mom wrestles with the fact that she's got to deal with kind of meeting state standards. Mm -hmm. And you guys could probably give two flying flips about that. So, you just do your stuff, and that gets, that's a little point of frustration, I think, for your mom. Is you know, like you guys feel like she's got things she's got to get to, but you're like, well, I want to learn about, I don't know, whatever, something yeah. else, right? You Japanese, Japanese, yeah. Japanese yeah. subways. <laughs> 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 What's that the other day? That yeah. was, that was sore, that sorry, was sore, yeah. Telling yeah. us about Japanese subways. The yeah, other that day. was the other day. That so. I want I want to hear about that because you're you're probably the one that runs up against Sawyer. You're the one that runs up against this probably the most. What what is it about that dynamic
0: that's challenging for you? Like the state stuff? Well, you uh,
2: versus mom and the state and that kind of stuff.
0: I I don't know. There's definitely a ton of challenging parts about it. There's um, just from everything from the stress that my mom has to deal with to the fact that there probably shouldn't be state involved education anyways. Uh, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But, um, uh, so
2: you did Japanese subways the other day. (laughs) What in the world drove you to do that?
0: Well, I just saw that on my, uh, recommended page and just kind of researched into that. And it's kind of neat that it was, uh, you know they the manner system in japan is so much different than here like a lot of the times a lot of countries sees america as these kind of ignorant people and to some points of view it's definitely true i mean if you came from japan and came to america you would definitely see a difference in you'd have a lot of culture shocks so
2: yeah yeah that's good um okay so anybody else want to chime in on how mom and homeschooling and that that conflict or
1: frustration for you guys i i can definitely see her um i feel bad for her almost because she's she's always super worried about that stuff she's sort of pressured by this rep- representation that she really sort of yeah she needs.
0: beats herself up too much yeah. yeah
2: yeah that's a hard that's been a hard thing for homeschooling i think mm-hmm. in the house generally it's just kind of and you know we're having pretty honest conversations here because i think it's important to do i think it's been challenging <clears> in our home for sure for mom because she feels like she's kind of stuck up against these things and you guys are you're young man learning to explore the world you're very curious but you also maybe aren't as curious about the stuff that's mom needs you to be curious about yeah sometimes. well it's <laughs> very
0: hard when you come to something like homeschooling that's very privatized but you still have all of these like open public state requirements that's yeah. a really hard thing to battle with
2: yeah that is that's pretty challenging
0: Okay, well, that's good. So let's um, let's change
2: topics here. I wanna talk, we are, we're on this podcast. This is kind of one about faith a little bit. So I wanted to talk to you guys in general, and then this might be a little private for you, but I think it's important for, for mom to hear this because that's also been part of what mom's really put in our life together as in homeschools. Just, you know, you have Bible time in the morning or from time to time, we've had that over the, our years and she likes to read you the stories and that kind of stuff. So. I want to hear a little bit about what you guys think about God. You can be as honest as you want to be at this point in your life. You're all kind of becoming young adults, and it's really fine for you to say what you want to say about it. So um, if anybody wants to go first, go at it.
3: Well, the thing about it is, like, during 2020, it was like, I really did not like God. I was so mad. I just Hmm. lost so much, and I just wanted to just—I was so mad at him. But looking back, I I feel like I gained so much from him.
2: And that— that's because of covid or what, like tell me it's about. just the way it just enlightening
3: enlightening that i had was huge i saw so much stuff that goes through because when i was alone i just saw myself a lot of the time and i could reflect on myself
2: and how did that work i mean in terms of your awakening or lightning enlightenment what did that what does that look like now
3: i realized that like i'm being mad at something that i can't control and by doing that, it's it's not worth it. It's just, it, it's worthless to try to get mad at someone who controls everything yeah. and trying
2: to say that he, he controlled something wrong. Hmm, that's interesting. Anybody? Okay. Who else? I want all of you to talk about it generally.
0: So. Yeah. I gotta kind of think about it for a second. Okay. Anybody else have
2: it right off the top of their head? Elias, go ahead. we um, have had quite a year with this, so I, I'm kind of curious about what's going on.
1: Um, I think God has been very important in my life mainly, and... Um, I think mom really showed me that she really put that spirit in me I've kind of always been chasing after him and I'm um, I really I really definitely have been hurt quite a bit I have made a lot of mistakes but um, but again looking back at it I just I think um, I think God's kind of been always there with me and I think and I think he's planned everything out and I think those mistakes that he's planned is really looking for a positive response. And I know and I know that God is good and I know that He's there for us and I know that He's going to be there in that moment. Mm. And I think um, I think I, I had a lot of trouble with my mistakes and trying to let my own mistakes kind of go. Um, and I think that's... I think it's... Yeah, it's really nice yeah. to great. have I, God in my
0: life. I have a question. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said... That um, something you were talking about, like planned mistakes. Are you you're talking about like God? Like, are you saying like He? Explain that to me. That's what I'm asking.
1: I I don't know if it's maybe just my philosophy or something, but I believe that God truly um, has planned every mistake that we make, and I think He's doing that for the positive response. Maybe sometimes we can take our mistakes and see what we've done wrong with that, and maybe we can take that mistake and turn it into a pos- positive alternative. And I think that's... I i love thinking of him that way. I think that's very important. There's obviously text evidence. I, I just... I, I really find that as a special... Sort of a special hmm. essence. It's a good it way to yeah, be, it's yeah. a way yeah. you think about it. That's good. Yeah good Emerson you you
2: ready or you got so you uh, I've,
0: uh, yeah so I I seem to uh, I think it's really hard to believe in God if if you've only like when you're only in the city uh, I mean we live in this, a very tight suburb where anywhere which way we go there's a city within three or four miles and it's a really hard thing to um, to, to see God in that, because I mean, you, you look around it, there's, there's all sorts of things, homelessness, uh, from drugs to all, like all sorts of things. Um, and for me anyways, when I, when I go to the mountains, I mean, there's just something that happens that I, I couldn't explain in any sort of way. It's just, it's almost magical is probably the best thing I could describe it as.
2: And how do you see God in that?
0: Uh, it's probably just because, uh, being in his creation is so, it's so, like, you know that humans couldn't be possible, like, there's no way humans could ever do this, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try. Well, do your best. It's kind of tricky for me to talk about it. Um, yeah, when you're, when you're in those spaces in outdoors you can definitely you almost like know he's there um, <clears throat> It it's tricky when you're in the city I, I will agree with that um,
2: what do you think about God generally in your life what, what how does he how does he sit in your particular life at the moment
0: well, I don't know. I, I've never, really, like heard him, and I've never, I, I don't, I don't know. That's what I would say. I, it's okay. pretty confusing. Um, yeah, he can be. That's yeah, all,
2: that's okay. That's an okay moment to be in in your life.
0: That's yeah. For sure.
2: Um, okay. Well, let's change subjects a little bit here. So we've talked about school, talked about God. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about i want to go back a little bit to something that we're doing with literature i think that's been a really interesting part of our year the last couple of years or i guess we've been doing it almost a year now so mm-hmm. um yeah, for we've put together a program with a really dear friend of mine dr mo who's awesome at english and literature and is a great poet on his own and a great author and teacher so I want to hear a little bit, we did in the fall, we were doing this thing called Marathon and the Sprint. The marathon was mm-hmm. the kind of epics. So we did, yeah. you know, I think you guys read eight or nine books in the fall mm-hmm. and now we're working on poets uh, this fall. So let's start first with, which one did you like better? Epics or poetry?
1: Um, epics, there's, there's, no, your, there's <coughs> okay. no competition. Uh, there. Looking
3: back on it, I feel like I've preferred the epics more than the, yeah. the Sprint. Okay. Even though my original answer for the whole thing was Sprint, because I liked it more, I, I think I like the Marathon more, actually. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Um,
0: I kind of like a mix of both. I think reading some poetry and um, reading those epics is good. I don't like too much poetry because there's so many metaphors. It, it, <laughs> and I don't mind metaphors, but it gets... It it feels, like, insane to me on how many metaphors... Right, and and poetry's fun, too. Yeah.
1: It's not like I'm saying... And the two that we've particularly picked
2: are metaphorical, significant metaphors in their stuff, in E.E. Cummings... And And Emily Dickinson. And Emily Dickinson, yeah. Yeah. How about you,
0: Sora? I really do prefer uh, poetry, just because it's so uh, cool to see people's mindsets behind the things that they write, and it's really easy to do that with poetry where um, Homer kind of feels very distant or Sophocles feels very distant because, I mean, and it's kind of hard to uh, describe who they are because of how old they are, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's great.
2: Um, What's been something you've enjoyed in terms of that class? Like, what what have you guys gotten out of it that you've appreciated? Are there things in there that you think, gosh, I, I didn't know this or I really am glad that I know this now or... How will this sort of shape you in the future? What What do you think about this particular class?
0: I would say the discussions were good. Yeah. I I always love debates, but... Um, you, a couple of you really like debating. Yeah, for sure. I, I like debating. But it's it's been really good. It's been a learning experience. Um, especially, like, reading, cramming, like, big epic books in the sum of, like, two weeks. Yeah. I mean it was like 900 pages in yeah, yeah. we read a lot we read weeks. a lot this <laughs> is a lot of reading yeah.
3: anybody else want to answer that uh one thing i liked about the class is that it dives deep into some topics that most people are unfamiliar talking especially uh recent videos and films and all that they don't really want to talk about that and there's rarely you'll see a film like that
2: yeah
1: okay anybody else um i would say about the is the about, yeah, about the, the class, class yeah, yeah um, appreciated. the most uh, appreciate like the most my favorite thing about the class has to be the conversations there are so many conversations and we answer conversations all the time and we try and we try and dive deep into those conversations and i think that's honestly that's sort of that should be an entire that should be a length of general school i think conversations yeah. are yeah almost the most important thing in school so i really am glad that we've really tapped into that in this class and i yeah. think it's I've, I've really enjoyed having a lot of deep conversations and yeah and that's good
2: good all right switching topics let's go to covid since that's kind of fun and, uh, just <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um so you guys i have said over and over again that i feel like you guys have suffered this generation anyway has suffered the most of this because right when this hit this is like the time of your life that you're supposed to be out there kind of enjoying the world and learning new things and getting driver's licenses and you know hanging out with friends and going to movies and that kind of stuff and all that kind of got taken away so i think from i'd like to from hear from your perspective um what what was this like to live through the last two years one word horrible, horrible
0: yeah for like the first month, it was kind of nice because we were really busy, but then after that, it was like a a drop, and then there's you ha- it was like nothing was going on. To go anywhere, you have to have the stupid face diaper, <laughs> and it's it was not fun. Yeah. The only time I think the mask really helped was when it was like. The fires, do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, that was also in the same year oh, yeah, of twenty twenty. Right. It was the awful. only time was like, because the ash year coming ever. down, <laughs> the world From was the kind sky. of turning into a it, sort of hell.
2: It did feel very much like apocalypse, didn't it? It was kind of a yeah. crazy time. Any, yeah, Sawyer, what was your impression of COVID?
0: Ah, uh, I, it really bugged me because I mean everything, like even now. I've had the consequences of that because I I wasn't able to apply for the learner's permit ID until they opened up the DMVs again, which took a whole year. So now I'm still living in the consequences of, uh, trying to get my IDs and my, my driver's license. And, uh, I mean other things like orchestras, I've always wanted to join an orchestra, but, uh, there's, I mean, the consequences of COVID are still there. So yeah, won't, I won't be able to, do that for a while so
1: yeah how about you um other than that it's sort of been a negative influence to my entire life i'm 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 always going to remember this sort of just emptiness a kind of a yeah. void of just no happiness and i think that's that's hard because it, it's very I will always remember that as being the worst year of my life mm. because I can't really remember that year and I think that's an issue for me because I feel I need to fill out every day with, to my best extent, I, I think I want to enjoy every day because it, you only have so many days and when I can't remember a year I think that really annoys me because it, it when you're inside so much and there's just terrible influences and the and obviously the world is just burning up in flames and people are just sort of hiding away these suspicious things and it's just yeah
0: it's it's interesting to see kind of the world crumble yeah you don't it's weird to it's like a its own perspective um you're like a spectator in like a uh, horrible like boxing match yeah and everybody's like losing in the boxing match basically yeah all um, well, the two guys yeah but it's that perspective it's it's fascinating almost to see everybody just go crazy right um, it's sad too that we just we went to such a low as a society, um, yeah, and lately the world's been really rough. It's been a rough recovery, I'd say that. It's not been pretty. So, not positive, no. No. Not
2: at all. Um, let's take a quick break and get some water, and I'm going to uh, make it a little bit of an adjustment here, and then we'll, we'll come back to it and do finish up, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. So COVID, we just talked about kind of the negatives of it. I, I, I don't know. I think sometimes God does stuff really interestingly in the midst of hard things. So, I mean, you see that all through the Bible and the stories about God and you see it in people's lives often, uh, that you, that are believers. They, you see hard times bring something out in people. So I want to hear your perspective on that in relationship to the good things of COVID. What's God done? Or if you're agnostic to that idea of God doing something like that what what has God done in your life or what's happened in this moment of COVID that's positive
3: I'd say the massive reflection of myself okay be the the first thing I feel that like when you have a lot of time by yourself you have a lot of time to think about what you've done and how you can change as a person and that's what I've been doing for the past three years so it's just kind of seeing who I really am yeah okay how about you
0: uh, I would say that it's had quite a positive thing on vacations. It really makes you uh, appreciate yeah. everywhere you go, even if it's not necessarily the craziest place in the world. I mean, we went to South Dakota uh, in May of 2020, and it was maybe one of the, like, probably something I'll look up to the day I die on on mm-hmm. events that were just so meaningful to me. So. You
2: guys remember walking into that restaurant and yeah. not, ha- like, walking into a restaurant? Oh, it was yeah. So crazy because we yeah. hadn't been in one in like two. Wasn't three...
0: wasn't that a thing you couldn't you couldn't go to restaurants? Yeah, so it was like
2: almost three months you hadn't gone and yeah. sat down in a restaurant. You guys remember that?
0: It was crazy. I remember. I, I remember was crying just, uh, at the table.
2: Yeah, because it was like, oh my gosh, I've lost this. And it was really something else. Emerson, yeah. how about you?
0: Yeah, it's well, I'm a. Yeah, you can keep you okay. talk how you want. Um. Yeah, I would say we take a lot of things for granted. I I'd say that's one of the positive things of COVID. Um, is we take a lot of, we take things for granted and, um, that's, you, it's kind of made, COVID's made me realize that you should try to appreciate everything and everybody. Yeah. Like whenever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Every moment matters.
1: Yeah. How about you? Uh, uh, kind of the same, it's kind of the same thing. I, I, I think I need to. a uh, it uh, it really helps you appreciate, just even the the small things. Yeah. We went we went up to um, to Estes yesterday or whatever. It was freezing cold. We went hiking and it was yeah, it was so cold. But I just remember so much joy in it because it didn't matter about the weather or anything. It was just it was fun.
2: Yeah.
1: And there was so much to appreciate, and you you almost. You almost forget how those mountains look, and you forget all that stuff. And it was it was really fun. So that's great.
2: Uh, let's talk about traveling. You guys brought that up, South Dakota. Some of the things we've done over the years. Um, tell me a little bit about traveling for you guys. So some of you like it. Some of you may not like it as much. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about it. What what's something you learned from travel? As uh, we because we we probably to we're probably have a little advantage in that, that we've done it a lot. We've gone to a lot of places mm-hmm. over the course of our lives together, but I want to hear a little bit about what you your reflections on traveling. Has it made you a better person? Is it st- stretching? Like, Tell me about that.
0: Well, I, I think it's really cool to see the world um, exploring play, new places. Hmm. It, I, I'd say that's a pretty positive impact because there's different cultures and learning about things. Um, like my favorite place was New Mexico, mm-hmm. when we went there, I learned a lot about the culture and the food, and it's a wonderful place. But
2: was there any chicken there?
0: No, <laughs> thank God. <laughs>
2: You're not a fan of chicken. No, okay. no,
0: we eat it too much.
2: <laughs> chicken is like all right. Somebody else on traveling here. Well, actually, let me, let's finish that. I want to hear more about New Mexico. Why did you appreciate it?
0: Well, everything everything's so different from here. Um, but we went
2: skiing. I mean, it seems like yeah. we did some of the same things. There's, Why was there's it different?
0: Similar things, but like the even the architecture is completely different. Yeah. I mean, you have like wooden houses here, and they have uh, like the adobe houses. Yeah. Um, and you like that? Yeah, it's a change of scenery. It's very like jaw dropping and Jurassic, drastic on how big of a change that is um i i don't know i i like seeing change Hmm. so
2: how about somebody else want to travel uh
3: one thing i didn't realize was that uh virginia is a swamp for the longest time i thought uh virginia was just some sort of this green grassy land that was totally lush and all that and then you go there and you realize that oh no no it's the complete opposite. It's a swamp. It's like no. who who directed this? But it's who, still who really did nice. So who, did you, did you like going there? Did you like going? Oh, there? I loved it. It was a beautiful place. Because you're a history
2: guy, we go to Williamsburg yeah, We've been a few yeah. times. To Williamsburg, it's what beautiful. You, what what do you what do you like about Williamsburg?
3: I think it looks beautiful. It it just has a nice architecture and the idea of that it's in 1776 is incredible. It yeah. has a lot to offer. It has a lot to see. You know. There's, there's a lot to do in all that compared to, like, you know, I'm not saying that, like, going to some random place in the middle of Wyoming's bad. I'm sure. just saying there's not much to, you know, learn from that.
0: Like history-wise? History-wise, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I might disagree with that, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you're the opposite of that. So uh, tell me, what do you like about it? Do you like traveling?
0: I, I love traveling. There's always something new to see, and you'll always learn something new even if you've been to the place a hundred times, there's always Mm -hmm. something new there. Agreed. Um, And it's, you know, it's, it's slightly uh, therapeutic because you're not, I mean, when you're in the same place for so long, it can, it can tend to make you feel very, uh, very small, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. But when you kind of broaden your horizons, literally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you kind of, you feel I it's just I don't know you enjoy it though. you enjoy it yeah, yeah that's kind of I guess what I would say you
2: learn new things from different people and see new things new opportunities that kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. all right you
1: um I don't know necessarily what to say Do I, you love, like uh, I love traveling I love traveling I think it's um
2: what's something you've learned from traveling someplace
1: well i I think that the the it feels like the uti- entire United States is based off of different culture And I think that's really unique to go to all these different places. They're so different Yeah, mm-hmm. every single one of them is so different and I think I appreciate that so much you go to Georgia. It's like really um, It's almost humid there's so it's so It's almost disorienting when you go to some place yeah. like that um, You go down to New Mexico. It's hot yeah oh guess what yeah it's it's really hot and i think that's but but more than that too is the the cultural of the people is so so different you know you go to virginia it's a lot more of a city kind of folk and then if you go to uh, new mexico obviously there's some people that speak different languages and you know and i think that's so impactful on people is because every every place you go is so different
0: that's kind of the beauty of america yeah is like there's all these different cultures and exploring it not exploring that is a missed opportunity hmm. yeah. so well
2: let's talk about America while we're here because we're Americans but uniquely kind of positioned with uh, a mother that's Canadian who just mm-hmm. became a citizen so that yep. was kind of a big accomplishment this year for your mom but um, tell me about America fun. I, w- I want to hear your opinion your state. what would you say is? Without getting too political, mm-hmm. let's talk about what you think about America in general, and then I'd love to hear your your thought on how is America doing.
0: Okay, um, American in general, are we? Are you saying like about the idea of America? The idea. I think the idea is wonderful. I mean, um, having be having all these freedoms is really great. i I mean i can't express how good it is that you can basically do whatever you want
2: be whatever you want yep yep and what's your thought on the state of america right
0: now right now it is um uh a dumpster fire (laughs) 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 to say to not get into it yeah let's just put it like that it's a dumpster fire (laughs)
2: It is a challenge, isn't it? How about yeah. anybody else? How about the idea of America? Tell me it's about it. You like American philosophy?
0: Yes, uh, I think when the founding fathers originally wrote the documents, I think there was something there that was very unique and special to uh, the United States. Um, nowadays, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I would say the writing is special, but we are, we have kind of subjected ourselves to something else than that, than what the founding fathers originally had planned. I'll Mm -hmm. say that and not get too much. (laughs) How
2: about you? You're a history man.
0: I think that it was,
3: it was the first ever revolution of, you know, America was the first ever real revolution that happened and it showed that they want to have freedom, Mm -hmm. you know? And of course in today's world, we get you know, up gas prices and those are horrible, but
2: yeah. You but know, what does that have to do with America?
3: Well, it just—it seems like the question is like we don't ask those things, and we'd rather, you know, answer with I like cheeseburgers and hamburgers, and I think they go well with fries. That's the answer we usually receive uh, when we ask about America, you know. And <laughs> that's uh, that's. Are you with uh, us here? <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> but that's basically what—that's what what we have, you know. you got some guy complaining about chickens on a balcony. We we don't know where he's going,
2: you know. Yeah. All right, how about you? What about America?
1: The idea of America is so, it's so profound. It's so beautiful. It's so impactful on the rest of the world. And I, I don't know, I, I love, I love America. I think it's a great place. Hmm. Um, status right now is a little, I think every generation since we sort of founded this nation has almost gotten further away from the idea. And that's, yeah. that's almost, that's kind of natural. Sure. That's definitely supposed to happen. You can't keep the, you can't keep one man's idea, for two. You can't keep the exact idea of one man's idea for two hundred mm-hmm. years. It doesn't work.
0: Things change. Things, things do change. Will, the, things which will isn't bad. Change.
1: The, it's yeah. the rules will you know, sometimes the, the paper will change sometimes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The state of Georgia had less fewer people in it when they signed the Declaration. Mm-hmm. There was fewer people in the state of Georgia than there were currently in the city of Windsor yeah right yeah. now so it's definitely a challenge right
0: yeah it's yeah it's very different to like there two times are very different you know yep yep so.
2: okay this is a Mother's Day episode <clears throat> excuse me so this is a Mother's Day episode I want to just take a few minutes and I want to talk about your mom all right and I want you guys to talk about your mom um, I think she's kind of a miracle worker honestly the the work she does the Mm -hmm. kind of energy she puts into every day into you guys into me as her husband and then just sort of the unique person that she is super talented great musician wonderful singer i think your mom's voice is fantastic and uh, i think she's just such a kind and gentle spirit that uh you know it's what one of the things i certainly appreciate about her but i I think she would love to hear from each of you something that makes your mom unique and special to you so I think that you know or some something that you connect with mom on a way that uh, just a way to say thanks I guess about as since we're doing Mother's Day stuff so anybody go ahead
3: Uh, one thing is like she's always there to help even if like I'm I'm in that mood where it's like I don't really want help she's always there to help us and that's something that I respect so much about her. And I love her for that. And sometimes I just can't control my anger, but I still love her for that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, she I, kind of gave me the gift of music. Uh, she had uh, me and Marcus, I don't know about the little kids, but me and Marcus were, when we were maybe three to five years old, we, we were, we were, uh we were playing the piano with her uh and i i don't think i would have such a passion for music if that wasn't if that didn't happen so and that that and i didn't love piano lessons so i'm sure there is some <laughs> some resentment towards it from her but i i still appreciated them so
1: i think i love how flexible she is i mean she enjoys so much stuff and she'll be always along the ride for you when you need it and she's always she's always along the ride for everything whenever we like and we were talking about vacations and trips earlier traveling um she's always gonna be there and she's so and she loves all of that stuff she loves going skiing and she and and there's so much and and she really just gives you something to love and she really she really shows you she's fantastic I don't yeah. I don't know what to say kind of I mean,
0: it, It's difficult to put into words but she's more than just my mom like she's she's like my friend too and I know that seems like a, a downgrade but it's, it's not we've talked about like so many different things going on in our world and sometimes we think differently and it's but Ultimately, she's always there to care for us, and it's just,
1: she's special. I I'm, I like that idea of the friend. I think that's really yeah. cool, too, because it's 100% true. I mean, I can talk to her about anything, Mm-mm. anything I ever need, and I think I have a really... I have a lot of tough stuff it's, it's, in my life and it's just it's always comforting to just go talk to her and yeah. she's so she's so forgiving about it and she's so she's so nice about it and it's it's she's yeah
0: <laughs> i'd say her perseverance is outstanding it's a that's a gift mm-hmm. and i don't know if I, I doubt there's anybody else who could do what she does today
2: <laughs> anything else you want to add
0: She's always there for us, you
3: know. It's something that we always neglect or take for granted, but she's she's our mom and she cares for us, you know.
2: All right, we'll probably close this episode out this way. I want you to say something to your mom, just as if, you know, no one else is listening in the room. I want you to tell your mom something that uh, that you... Remember of her, or think of her, or when you think of the word mom, what what comes up, and and what are yeah, what are your thoughts on that? So I, I want each of you to answer it and and be specific to to your mom and something that's unique to you and your mom. Um,
0: skiing. When I think of trips and mom, I always think of skiing, and she's just so much fun to ski with she'll like do any run that anyone wants to and if someone doesn't want to she'll help you down to um the lift and she just i can't put it into words how wonderful she is and spending time with her is so important to me yeah i just love her
1: I think I really appreciate how much she just listens to us, you know, and I think that's that's very important and I love going on trips with her and I think she's something really special that sometimes we just forget to to really acknowledge and I think she's so important in my life. And I've had to I've I've talked with her for hours sometimes. And I don't know if she enjoyed that, but um I I think that's it's so important to me and she's just always she's she's literally always there for you. And if you need to talk about anything, and she's always she's just there.
0: She likes to uh uh worry, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but mm-hmm. it shows that she has she has a lot she, of care like she she, cares. she really so cares a lot it's, about us. So And yeah, sometimes it can be a little much, but I still believe that it's she's truly a very caring person. Uh, Yeah. Marcus.
3: Mom has been with me through these really hard times and and I really, really love the fact she cared and she was always there and trying to keep an eye out for me. Even if I didn't see it at first, I, I do now, and I'm I am i am so sorry to the way I, I felt like you were being to me, and I, I'm so sorry. That's that's all I can say.
2: Well the good news is
0: she's pretty forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Um sorry, I had something I wanted to say, but yes, it's all right.
2: Keeps going at it if you want.
0: Um Yeah, she's just so caring and she just loves us so much and it's she worries about us and beats herself up but it's all for us and I know that and I I love her so much and she's the best.
2: Kind of unique as a dad to hear your children talk about your wife that way. It's um, it's pretty special and very cool to be in a position where uh, you get to have a conversation with your kids. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for what we've been able to do today, boys, and I thank you for doing it. Thanks for sitting down and doing this, mm-hmm. even though you might have been, been a little bit begrudging about it or tired when we got in here. But I appreciate you guys doing it. Um, admire each of you very much. Thank think each of you are <clears throat> very unique individuals that have a lot to offer this world. Thank you. I'm grateful for your passion for uh, living and life, for learning, for your hunger towards learning, even if it's not exactly state-sponsored. I'm appreciative that uh, you guys want to learn and are articulate young men who are doing great things for, for the world. So, um, I'm thankful to your mom on Mother's Day here. I think it's just been a beautiful experience to talk together, talk with one another about it, share a little bit of uh, our life as homeschooled people. And um, I know your mom loves podcasts, so this is a pretty special deal to be able to mm-hmm. do this for her on Mother's Day. Um, I want you to just say happy Mother's Day to mom, and uh, and then we'll close this out. So,
1: Okay. Happy
0: Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I know I don't say I love you enough, but I love you.
1: Happy Mother's Day,
2: Mom. Great. Well, this has been uh, a lot of fun. Thanks for listening today, and uh, just really appreciate everyone taking the time out to listen to our story this morning and share a little bit about our life.